Hello and welcome to Dater's Gonna Date with myself, Roisin. And me, Nicola. And this is um, another episode of your favourite Irish dating podcast. And thank you so much for sticking with us throughout the last 12 episodes and now our latest one. Yeah, uh, COVID has certainly put a nail speed bump in our dating lives, uh, but we have managed to get loads of people on for interviews and chats. So just want to thank everybody who's been listening, following. Um, if this is your first time here, please go back and listen to our older episodes um, to hear what it's all about. Uh, but really, it's just about the highs and lows, I suppose, of dating. Well, it's supposed to be dating in Ireland, but uh, lockdown has <laughs> kind of ruined it. COVID um, had big plans. We had big plans for this year. I was planning to be in a relationship by now uh, with my new super hunky rich boyfriend who's also saves orphaned children in his spare time. Me too! Oh my God, we must be dating... <laughs> His brother. That's yes, exactly his brother. His brother is just amazing. But uh, COVID came along and said, listen, gals, nah, 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 nah. But we are trying to keep you entertained in lockdown with uh, our dating disasters is the only way to describe them, I suppose. <laughs> exactly. So we do have somebody on having a chat about their dating disasters today, but we're just going to have a little quick little catch up with each other first. Um not that there's anything too major going on. Well, Roisin, all the people will want to know, have you had any disastrous dates in the last few weeks, considering you were, you had a great story for every podcast, pretty much. Oh, well. Um, no, nothing really has been going on. Um, I kind of mentioned briefly on the last podcast, I had like this two dates with this guy and then his ex-girlfriend got in touch and we were supposed to have a third and he cancelled on me. And we kind of got into this like weird thing. So I was obviously pissed off because he cancelled the date because of his ex. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, um, like, are you really in the mind frame for, for dating? You know, because if your ex has that much of an impact on you, that you have yeah. to cancel a date, like maybe not. And then he got really defensive and he was like, I'm fine. And it was all very weird. And then we kind of got back to chatting, but then there was no date and then, yeah, in the, in the end, like he just, he, he kind of worked for himself and with COVID he lost jobs and et cetera. And he was just like, I'm not, I just don't have the kind of, I suppose, time or like energy to focus on ending but my job. And like, I mean, I have to believe that he's being honest and true. Yeah. I think if I keep thinking that everyone's a liar and an asshole, I'm not going <laughs> to get anywhere with anyone. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm just immediately thinking the worst. But I have to say of the kind of dates and the people that I've met, he's the only person that I've like not deleted or blocked his number or like unmatched him on Tinder or anything like that because I do genuinely believe he's a decent nice person I just think unfortunately it was it's not the right time bad time and yeah just bad time so so at um, least it didn't end badly it's just a case of, yeah it was, it right was one of the only ones <laughs> it wasn't horrible or not like horrible but you know what I mean it wasn't like a really kind of shitty ending like he was really nice I, I do genuinely actually think he was being honest with me um so look that's all uh, you can take from it really but other than that Nothing too much. Like, like I, I've really gone off Tinder. Like, it's still on my phone, but I'm not really engaged in it. So I'm kind of giving myself uh, just a little bit of a breather yeah. Um, yeah. from the apps at the moment. What about yourself? 
Um, I was on yesterday on Bumble. I was a little bit hungover and I find that I'm very needy when I'm hungover. So I'm like, someone talked to me all day. Um, but I, I laughed because I was talking to this guy um, all day yesterday and then I woke up this morning and he'd unmatched me. So I was like, well, grand so. But I don't Why care. Why did that happen to me as well though? I don't, I, like, I don't understand. Like, I, it was like, I, the last message was something like, um, he, we'd been talking all day and then he said something, I don't know, let's say, What's your favorite movie? It was something very, very like question open ended. And I went back. I didn't reply last night because it was quite late. So I re- was going to reply this morning. And then I went on, he was gone. I was like, oh, right. And then the same day I was talking to some another guy and he was really, really chatty. But it was all very much, oh, I wish you were here with me and we could watch a movie. Oh, why don't you call over? Uh, like, no, bye. Um, <laughs> but bye. I, bye. But I um, I was so, so funny. So I've been on a couple of staycations the last few weeks. One of them, Ro, obviously you were there for part of it. Um, yeah. I was in Cork there a few weeks ago. And um, on one of the nights, we met a group of guys who were about eight meters away from us because obviously we were in the pub <laughs> having our dinner. And I was just so excited that there's a group of lads there. I was like, oh, I can't remember the last time I was around a group of lads. Um, we were got, got talking to them talking of course my opening line, line is you know what's your favorite Westlife song because it's it's a quality chat-up line guys it works every and if they don't like Westlife forget about it man yeah you just don't on. have a chance <laughs> they don't they look at you may move on may just get out of the pub but of course they had a favorite Westlife song because everybody does and uh, we got chatting for ages and we were all we ended up having a big sing song and then they left but I was like saying to my friends that I was away with I was like I can't remember last time I flirted with somebody and that was like that wasn't really flirting because there was it was group chats I suppose but as you know we went away to Galway and we met a group of lads and there was one in particular that I was very taken with. White shirt, I love you so much. White shirt guy. White shirt guy. And I didn't know how to flirt. Like, I was like, I completely was like... Nicola, absolute bollocks, can I just say? Because I was watching you, and I think this is the big difference between yourself and myself, is I'm much better through, say, texts or apps or whatever, because I feel more comfortable. Mm. Whereas in real life, I'm a nervous fucking wreck, as you all know. <laughs> and I say the stupidest things. Whereas you, in person, are a lot more, um, like, it seems like you find it a lot easier, like, to flirt in real life. Do you know but, that kind of way? Yeah, I'm like, I normally would, but like, because it kind of, it's a thing that I don't realize I'm doing a lot of the time. And then somebody's like, why are we flirting with him? And I'm like, oh, was I? <laughs> right, sorry. <laughs> Back pre-COVID. But because it's been so long, I found that like, do you not notice that I was talking to like all his friends and nearly not him? And when he came over to talk to me, I was like, ah. although that's, <laughs> when you, that's when you fell off the chair. So you provided the perfect <laughs> entertainment there. <laughs> <laughs> like typical Roisin a bunch of lads what do I do fall off a poof so you know like as always stellar stellar thing for me well but, I was um, raging and everybody I've talked about was like did you know did you get his number I'm like no I barely even remember his name and I was like I remember where he's from so if you are a white shirt man from Waterford who was in Galway contact me you were super we were hot. at the we were at the Galway festival thing so you, if you were there, you know. you'll know what we mean and <laughs> we can fall in love and I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because um, like I wanted to take some time off like the dating apps anyway. Um, but like what really kind of put me off and put me in like bad form is we had a family event. And we were playing a word association game, which mm-hmm. we always play. Um, and it's just a bit of crack or whatever. And before I say what I'm going to say, like, 
I know that this person in my family did not mean any harm. I know they weren't trying to upset me. Um, but they did. But I, was a bottle of, I was a bottle of wine into the, the family event. Yeah. Um, so my dad, my dad is usually the ringmaster and he, his, the word association was Tinder, right? That mm-hmm. was the word my dad used. And this family member was next in line. And the first word that came out of their mouth while I was sitting beside them and they know about my podcast and my dating was <laughs> desperate. Oh, uh, and literally like, I can't like even, I'd say my face dropped because I, I think they knew immediately that they'd pissed you off. Set me. Yeah. Um, and like I came home that night from the family meeting and I was so upset and what I should have done is gone to bed uh, but I drank more wine and felt yeah. even more about myself <laughs> and like before everything kind of went tits up with that guy with the ex-girlfriend I was messaging him and I was like oh are you bored like do you want to I was so I'm so embarrassing I was like didn't implicitly say do you want to come over but I was oh like, no Oh, it's just so embarrassing. Like but beauty call, basically. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even... Do you know what it is? It, I did, it wasn't that I really wanted to sleep with someone. It's just like I wanted like someone to have like a cuddle with and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. like, you know, it just... The term desperate is something sometimes I think like deep down about myself. And to hear somebody else say it out loud, especially a family member, just... Yeah, that's never going to sit right. But like, as your friend who's around you all the time, you're definitely not. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, if, I know, I know. And if and you were, if you were, like, let's say us being away at the weekend, that as I mentioned, there was a group of lads there. Um, and if you were, you would have been just like forcing you know to talk to them just because of desperation and stuff like that. And you weren't like that at all. You're real chilled, apart from when you fell. And uh, <laughs> but like. That's like it. I don't think that at all, but I know me saying that is not going to mean anything if you're in the bad. If somebody says that, because if somebody said that to me, I would totally feel the same way. And no matter what anybody said, would say it. But I don't like this idea of that, that I, what he meant behind it, whoever that meant behind it, Mm. because they're saying you're desperate because you're in a dating app. And then they'll, in the same breath, they'll be like, any men. uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And where in a lockdown am I going to meet someone, Paddy Joe? Yeah. Yeah, and they do get as well. The fact is, it was a game. Like it's a quick fire. Like you have, like you basically say the first thing that comes out of your mouth, and um, I you know probably would have said dick pics, and that would have been embarrassing in front of all your family. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> as if they put a bit more thought about it, and you know, they, they, I think they recognise quite immediately that they've, you know, that upset me. I think it's not really that. I think what I realized is it's not that they said it, it's what I took away from it. what you took from it, yeah. And that's why I think I need a break from the apps because I think I'm letting them get to me maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, And I think I just need a little little breather. breather. I do think that they are very much, anyone who is on it, um, I do, it's kind of like when you're applying for a job, you cannot apply every single day. You have to go off them like and just not apply for a job for a week and not even go on jobs.ie or whatever yeah you have to it's the same with that like I won't go on now until probably when I'm hungover again but like hey how's it going um because I've I I was just talking to a friend of ours earlier on today and I'm going to try out that after we talked to Clodagh last time 
Yes. She very much had an impact on me with her positive thinking or positive attitude. And yeah. I'm trying, trying that out. So I'm trying the whole positive attitude and positive thinking thing and, you know, manifestation and all that stuff. So I put it out there into the world that I want this time next year, I want to have a boyfriend that I'm going on holidays with. And that's all, yeah. that's all I'm asking for. I'm not asking yeah. for anything big. The holiday could be to Dundalk. But uh, <laughs> I someone, did, someone did message me and maybe we'll do like a, a full podcast maybe about self-confidence and mm. and all of that but I think we like we might have to be in a certain mindset to tackle that yes, uh, yes. subject but the idea of what you're talking about manifestation and positive things that's maybe all stuff that maybe we could both try out and then talk about how trying that might have yeah I do think so made it better or made dating easier or whatever you know maybe yeah, like maybe that's what we can do. And, and I'd love if people are listening to this who maybe have already done manifestation or, you know, um, the power of positive thinking, if, they, if it works for them or if they want to start with us. Because I'm just, I've started from today kind of being a bit more active about it. So maybe we can start together tomorrow, Row, and then we can yeah, kind of see how we go. Idea. And yeah. I think I need it as well. And guys, if you haven't listened to that episode with Claudia, you should go back and listen to it because it was great. And she is a really positive person because we just started that podcast we were like yeah. I hate my life totally lifted us totally totally lifted us and I think as well it just kind of it, she had such shitty times and yet she was like okay so I know he didn't mean to hurt me and you're like oh wow you're so refreshing that you look at it like very much with empathy and stuff so I she yeah she definitely had an impact on me and that's I'm going to try and keep that going so maybe we will have that impact on somebody if we do the positive thinking and look there's nothing bad that can come out of positive thinking yeah, exactly like, exactly there's like, really nothing bad that can come out of that but um we did mention that we do have another guest today because as you heard we don't have any dates to be going to so it would be a very boringly short <laughs> podcast if we didn't have guests we, we'd actually be like so we're done um it's been what 17 minutes uh thank you for listening <laughs> 17 minutes probably like seven yeah. <laughs> so today i um you know walked to the shop and a man looked at me he was but you know um no we did we wanted to get another guest on and this is someone who uh, her friends actually recommended her to come on the show they listened to our podcast so thank you very much to uh, her friends whoever did reach out to her um, and she agreed to come on and share her bizarre dating um, experiences and we we don't know much better so this is what they, we're going to learn with you guys yeah as as we go along I suppose so we have her on the line now so Tuala is here and she's going to chat with us hello Tuala how are you hi Tuala hey how are you good how are you I'm good how are you? Thanks for coming on, Tuella. No problem. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. I'm ready to share all your terrible and awful dating uh, gossip or something. Yeah, I have <laughs> so many. So we're gonna be here for a while, are we? Yeah, <laughs> we'll do two episodes. <laughs> well, that's just what we like to hear. Loads of juicy inside stories because someone recommended you to come on. Yeah, so like me and my friends are always telling each other like the goss from our dating uh, escapades, let's say, and. Um, like they just say mine beats all of theirs all the time, which is like, I don't, I think it's a bad thing, but sure. <laughs> um, and they just always send me things like the late, late uh, dating shows, like anything to do with, um, what's that show called? The, the dating in oh, the first dates. Gibson. Oh yeah. First dates. Yeah. Yeah. They send me those things to sign up to all those sort of shows all the time. And they sent me this podcast and I was like, I'll just, I've applied to a load of them, but I'm just like, look, I'll do it. Oh, have you done like first dates or you just applied for them or whatever? 
No, no, no. I, I applied to the Valentine special for the Late Late Show, but not first day. I don't know, I couldn't. Yeah, I think... I said out there like that, I suppose. It's a bit different being in the audience of the Late Late on Valentine's Day because everyone just seems absolutely locked, drunk and like really up for the crack. And there's also... Yeah, it just seems like a good crack, like... Yeah, there's 200 people in the audience, you know, having the banter. Whereas first dates, it's just you and whoever's sitting across from you. Yeah, and you could be like a villain then or like, you know. Yeah, because we actually had a girl on last time who actually was on first dates. And like, she obviously, Claudia, she came across like so well, but I would be so worried that you would come across like a total knob and then Twitter would be a light ripping you apart. (laughs) You'd be like, oh God. So do you want to like tell us sort of just a little bit like if you don't want to give away too much detail about yourself but like your age or how long you've been single or what dating apps you like? Yeah sure um so I'm 26 and I when I was younger I kind of jumped into relationships constantly so I wouldn't like let myself be single for too long and then I came out of like a four-year relationship and I was my confidence was knocked I just didn't want anything to do with guys like I just had the absolute ick for any guys like I just didn't want anything to do with them and then my friends were like literally like a week after the breakup my friends were like go on go on tinder for the crack and then like at the end of that week I went on a date what? and the rest is history like I just love dating now I just think it's so fun I know that's really a big like a fast turnaround were you like yeah, I mean, I've loved dating I think it's good crack like to go from like being in a relationship and then go on tinder so quickly did you were you like really taken aback by what you saw in comparison to what had been like before you've been in re- your relationship Yeah, so like it was a quite a toxic relationship. So it was nice to like have the validation from these guys being sound to you and like obviously wanting to go out on dates and like flatter you. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. And I'll just go and I'm not expecting anything. And I obviously don't want a relationship. But like, obviously you're going to find me bound like straight away. Um, (laughs) So that was like turned into a disaster for like a six month like stint. Yeah, so like if I like someone, I'm just going to stick with them. Like even if we're not like official, I'm going to be like, okay, well, like I'll just stick with you. Like I don't have to like be dating around me, get me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm just like putting myself into a relationship and they don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, I'm not that crazy, don't worry. Um, but yeah, no, I just like, obviously like that guy, I felt like I kind of fell for him qu- quite a bit and he was very clear at me, like, this is just a casual thing. And <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, totally, it, it is. But like, obviously head over heels for him. Yeah, totally um, caught feelings. I mean, so stuff. yeah, I caught the feels so bad. Um, and I would just like spend any second I had free, I'd be like, trying to hang out? And you'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, cool. You feel the same way as me then because you want to spend so much time with me as well. Oh. Um, yeah. But like, it's fine. I Obviously, I learned from that. He was going away on tour. He was like in this like Irish band that like toured all across America. So he um, went off after like six months of us dating. And like, it was, it was casual, whatever. I was like devastated to the girls. I was like, oh my God, like he like broke my heart, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, get over it. Like you knew what it was. Um, I just thought so why I never think that girls, well, not all girls, obviously, but I, I think that we catch feelings so quick. So when, like, I'd always say, oh, wouldn't it be great to have a casual fling? And then you're like, yeah, day two, I'd be like, I love him so much. <laughs> yeah, literally, I found my husband, like, straight away, <laughs> telling everyone, showing them pictures. Like, <laughs> they're like, you don't even know his last name yet. I'm like, yeah, but we're getting married. That's it now. <laughs> 
Um, and then the next, in the next day, I'm like, I hate him. He's disgusting. I have the ick now again. Like, absolutely not. I think it's like this thing me and my friends say that, like, you get dickmatized. <laughs> it's like you're in this, like, little bubble. And you're, like, so infatuated him. It's great. Like, everything's working out really well. You're having fun, you know. And then the, your friends are like, but he said this to you. That doesn't sound that great. I'm like, but it's fine because everything else is great. And you kind of ignored the red flags, I suppose. So, like, um, you need your friends to, like, break through that. <laughs> what was your friends call it? <laughs> Dickmatize. Dickmatize. I've heard, I've, heard I've heard the saying before. I do like it, dickmatize. I mean, yeah, it's a good one. It's true, like, um... Yeah, so this guy went away anyway over to the States and I was devastated and he contacted me. Like the whole time I was seeing him, he kept like having all these like bug bites on him. And I was like, you're definitely like allergic to something or like your house, you need to like, like hoover it, I don't know. <laughs> and like, I was fine. I never got itchy. So I was like, grand, it's not an ST- STD, I'm fine. Um, and I would get checked quite regularly anyway. And I wouldn't be sleeping around, so I don't need to like be rechecking constantly um so he went over to like on this tour bus in america and he's touring around like a weekend and like i had literally brought him to the pharmacy in ireland and they just give him like bug cream um and he was like i have scabies oh jesus and i was like what and like literally when you get scabies because i had gotten them like after he told me i started getting symptoms i was like what the absolute fuck like i was like oh my god this is a nightmare get Um, scabies like so it's like it transfers over like it could be bed sheets it could be towels it could be like skin to skin contacts i think i remember told someone like from my old school and they're like oh there was a scabies outbreak in our school like when we were in like fourth year and i was like I was like, what? I was like, I never even heard of that. But like, I thought I was like scurvy, like a pirate. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> You're um, like, my teeth are going to fall out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, do I start drinking rum now from like a bottle? I don't know. Um, so I had like, I lived at home at the time as well. So I had to tell my mom, because you have to like boil all your clothes. Oh And like cover everything. And you had to put on all this cream. So like... Because I was in such close contact with her, I had to tell her it was so mortifying. And she was like, what the hell is this? Like, after, like, a four-year relationship <laughs> coming out there. I mean, like, hey. So It's not an STD, but it um, is scabies. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know. I would cast it as it one. I don't know. But anyway, um, that was a disaster. And he was over in America being like, what do I do? Like, do I hoover the tour bus? Like, I can't. Like, everyone's here. There's, like, a team of 30 people. And I can't be like, here, can you all boil your bed sheets um, for no apparent reason so I don't know how he dealt with no, it so did you just like totally cut him off then or are you guys still in contact yeah so I was finding it really hard to like stay he wants to be friends I don't know why you guys always want to be friends because oh, they don't want to look like the dickhead but that's for why. me like if it's, they don't want to be a dickhead they don't want to look like a bad guy that's yeah. why so if they stay friends with you it makes them feel better because they don't have to feel yeah but for me it just drags it out and it actually hurts more so I'm like look I just need time you need a few like weeks or months away from them and you can be friends after that's fine yeah um after a bit of period of, of, of space or whatever. Yeah. But it's mad you say, and I obviously like your like former relationship probably very different from my own. I know you just mentioned it was quite toxic, the four-year one, but like mm. I was with my fella for three and a half years and it's only like a year and a half to go back onto Tinder to have yeah. the confidence to go on. Like fair play to you going on a week. 
Uh, I just I discovered I love dating so much. Like I love a first date. So I was like happy to go out on them and like have it laugh and like let a guy pay for me. Not that I was going out for free dinners or anything like that. I would always offer and I would split. I would 100% would split or like try and pay. Obviously like, I broke girl diaries. So like I'm like, yeah, you can pay. It's fine. <laughs> um, like if they insist, it's grand. Don't twist my arm. Um, yeah, I'm, but, I'm okay with me. <laughs> yeah. I love the awkwardness of it. I know it's a bit of a weird thing. I know people kind of, I don't know how you feel about it, but like, I know people some people hate them and they dread them but I, I love that kind of anticipation beforehand and like the awkwardness of it yeah. and like I think if you're I, getting on well with someone like I think I've, I've had a couple of first dates like since we kind of started this podcast and I've had a couple of like first dates um, and I kind of know what you're saying because when you like somebody over text and something like the anticipation of seeing them like is immense yeah. but like I get I get really nervous like I like literally like feel like I'm going to be sick like if I really like something <laughs> I, like, I can feel it <laughs> in my tummy I'm like Ugh. um but I everyone that's not so great for states recently so it kind of like it slightly put me off do you know oh, what I mean no. but um yeah. <laughs> a bad day can really put you off to be fair yeah I don't know if you heard the one uh, a few weeks ago me and Nicola and I had one in a car park which was fantastic. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really the highlight <laughs> of, of my lockdown experience. Um, but Were you like in two separate cars, like shouting across? Yeah, but, but basically, yeah, in a nutshell, he kind of said that um, he thought there was grounds near this hotel and there wasn't. So uh, that we were just in the car. It was, it was awful. It was so awkward. Um, but uh, go on, you tell us about a bad uh, dating story. Since you have so many. <laughs> I, actually, I actually haven't had too many bad dating stories because like, obviously no, I've, I, I have loads of bad ones like from like them evolving, but like I have um, like first date dates, I kind of have a system where like I vet them good enough to a point where I know that I get on well with them and it's fine. Like recently I went on one, the latest date I've gone on was like my only quarantine date. And I just found it really weird because like I didn't have the fun of the first date like I'm normally used to. Like it couldn't like I was I was quite strict about lockdown and quarantine and like having your social distancing and stuff. So yeah, same. Uh, and he just seemed unsure of what to do. Um, so we went to like this beach and we just had a walk for like three hours. But like I've literally been sitting inside since March, so like I could not handle the walk. I was exhausted <laughs> after it. Um, and he was like fit as a fiddle, and I'm like dying. I'm like, okay, this is great. Um, but we were chatting away, it was fine. And then we went on a second day and we walked all over another town. And I literally have like blisters in the back of my heels. And he said a few things where I was like, all right, interesting. But I did kind of like him. And then um, we, well, he full on shifted me in a car park in front of the whole town that was like packed. And I was mortified. I was like, oh, oh God. my God. I was like, I'm going to be on the news for like social distancing, like breaking the rules. Like, oh my God. I was like putting death all in my mouth after. Um, oh my God, stop. <laughs> and it was just because I was so like self-conscious. I was like, oh my God, like I couldn't enjoy it or like even think about it really. So I don't know. I must have been a terrible kiss. <laughs> Well, considering um, you'd gotten scabies from one guy, I'm, I can understand why you're paranoid about getting the trauma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and no. also you're completely sober. Like usually, you might yeah, have had a drink or two. Like, before. But yeah, and we went on like a third date. I gave him like another chance, and it was like at his house for his birthday. We had a few drinks, so I couldn't leave, which is like my biggest mistake. I feel like, like I just was stuck with him for the night, which is kind of I just put myself in a bad position, I suppose. 
and he just started, it was his birthday and then he, we were like, we went for a drink in like a park near his house and I was like, oh, is drinking even illegal, illegal in parks? I can't even remember off the top of my head because I have like the worst memory. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I should not remember what Leo was saying the other day. And I goes, oh yeah, sure. I completely forgot about Leo. Like, haha. And I, I innocent, innocently went like, <laughs> I asked him if what party Leo's in because I couldn't remember. <laughs> And he went off on a tangent about politics and like oh snooze it was like I don't I'm in like this year was like the first year I fully got into politics and like researched everything and voted properly rather than being like okay I think this is a good vote like I really was like really blasé about it before which I know is really terrible but um with everything that's happening in the world I completely forgot everything I learned so I was like oh what party is he in haha <laughs> like flicking my hair and he's like oh my god blah 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 green party is blah, 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 going mental and like for like the next two hours he's just full on talking about politics and like he's the type of guy that wants to debate and wants to have an argument with you it's like probably fun for him but like for me I'm like oh my god stop I can't handle the stress of this conversation and he just made me feel a bit stupid about myself then as well so okay. I was like not a fan of that so I was like red flag okay I want to leave but I can't and um, he was like oh do that which candidate quiz there oh which one you're meant so to so I was like oh come on yeah so I was doing this which candidate quiz for like two hours because I was drunk at this point and he's chatting to me and he's showing me like this Justice concert because it's his favourite band I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> um um, he's like showing me like this Justice concert and he's like, this is my favourite song. I love, I love this song. I love this mix. I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure out a candidate to vote for. It. <laughs> like, I can't concentrate on everything. Like it was, and he was like, how are you taking so long to do this quiz? I was like, I just want to end direct provision. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it was stressful. Was that your, was that your last date with him then? No, because then cause oh, I was like, I can't like, God. I was like, girls, so I slept over his house right and um he didn't get wake up in the morning like I, I was like hey I'm going he's like all right bye and didn't let me out of the house I thought I was so rude and yeah. I was like all right can't even wake up like okay great and I was like to the girls the next day I was like I'm done I'm over that now but then like he asked me again he texted me I was kind of like ghosting him a little bit um and he kept texting me so I'd like reply and he was like do you want to come up to my house again another time and I was like okay because I didn't want to like go to someone's birthday and be like oh that was the worst thing ever so I went up again but like I was like oh like I don't feel well I came up in like that like iconic Zara bodysuit that everyone has and then I was wearing like tracksuit pants oh my god and like my hair was like up at a hunbo and like I really little makeup on and I was like oh I have my period it's really bad like I just can't be dealing um but I didn't, so I was full online. Um, <laughs> well done it, well done it. I don't condone that, but he was all right, grand. And he was like, you know, like we hadn't had sex yet. And he's like, you know, I would on a period. I was like, well, I wouldn't. Oh, like, God, fuck mm. off. Like. Yeah, oh, I was like, you no, know, like go away. Like, why, like, no. Um, and then he was like, kept going on about like, oh, what did Versatile do recently that pissed everyone off? And I explained it to him about everything and about blackface and like all that sort of stuff. And then, so we're getting into like this like serious chat again and debates about blackface and racism and BL- BLM. And I'm like, oh, oh God, don't tell me he supported Versatile for God's sake. 
Well, I actually had supportive versatile. Like last year, I was like actually a full on fangirl. I never have been before. And then, like, I saw they did that thing in like Temple Bar where they called out that girl, they call that girl ish. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck that. Awesome. Never, like, so I just unfollowed them and everything. And then when it came to like that shitty apology, I just like muted their music from my Spotify completely. Yeah, you're just done. So, um, I. Because I always was like, oh, they're really shitty people online, but like, I like their music and it's fun and like, it's gas and it's funny, but yeah. like, no. But anyway, he was like, oh, do you want to watch um, It's Always Sunny? And I was like, oh, I haven't really watched it before. He's like, do you want to watch the Blackface episode? I was like, no. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wouldn't it be funny to watch that one? I was like, well, I doubt it's up anymore. Like, he's like, oh, we'll have a look. And he's like, oh no, you're right. It's gone. And I was like, oh yeah. And then he was like, all right, well, I'm wrecked. We go up to bed. And I goes, oh, I'm not staying. I'm going to go home. <laughs> this, that, <laughs> I wasn't that drinking. period is I really like, killing me. I've got to, I've got to head home. I was like, oh yeah, I have to get up really early tomorrow. Like I'm gone out the door. So see you later. And then we like didn't talk really after it and I was like I decided for some reason that I didn't like the fact that I was ghosting him so I was like I'll just tell him I don't like him (laughs) and then he responded yeah I'm in the same boat like I did I said it better than that but he was like yeah I'm in the same boat and in my head I was like fuck you then (laughs) I was so offended but at least you got in there first you see you got in there first so that's yeah yeah yeah. sometimes I think people just say it back (laughs) to save face Oh, completely. You know what I, mean? oh, yeah. I didn't want to shift you anyway. Yeah. He, you hadn't slept with him. So, of course, he was going to be like, oh, yeah, I wasn't feeling it anyway. Because, lads, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Typical. So, yeah. so you're done now with him. Oh, done with him now. Yeah, yeah. He's gone. He's gone. And, like, anyone that's from, like, I don't need to get the ick and then like someone's from a certain place and you're like I can't deal with anyone with that accent or like oh, that yeah. or has that occupation like I'm absolutely turned off on Leary guys now I cannot deal with it I'm fully doxing him on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> well I, I went on a first date like a social distance walk with a guy and he was lovely but he literally was from my ex's hometown and I was just like no oh, yeah. no no it was just immediately it was like like I just couldn't get beyond the fact that that's where he was from, and I was just like, I I can't cope because oh. the likelihood of him knowing him or maybe his family would have been very high, and I was just like, nah, nah. Yeah, in my case, I can't do the chats like yeah. In my case, Castle Knock is New Year. Yeah, Castle Knock is off the list for me forever. As Roshan will know. And I also used to live with a guy from Donegal who ruined Donegal for me because I actually really liked the accent. But he was... No, that's the best place. Yeah, he was a pig and his voice was just like so irritating. Oh. So like, when I hear, hear it now, I'm like, no, I'm sorry, I just can't. It's been like 10 years and I still flash yeah. back to him. Oh, so I'm like, no, no, he scarred me. <laughs> But yeah, you're right about the ick thing. Our friend Michelle, who's been on this podcast, would say that that she, especially even with date naps, she just sometimes she gets an ick in general about men in general and just can't. Oh yeah, same. Cope with them at all, and it's just like no, no. You're 26, so like obviously we're in our 30s, and like I would always think that younger fellas seem more like lads our age don't date as much as younger lads do, but. Would you would you agree? Like, do you think lads your age are more open to going out and dating and stuff? I don't know. I think like twenty five is like a really good age. Um, I feel like it's like so weird to say, but like, I feel like they're more open to like 
kind of having a laugh and then like, if you if you do fall into a relationship they're grand with it but then like people who are older I don't know if, in my mind anyway this is probably a terrible thing to say but I'm like oh why are you still single like what's wrong with you that <laughs> okay so that's are, the like, end of our conversation with you I'm like you're 35 like what's wrong with you like why have you been rejected by everyone and you're like oh I don't know that's like a terrible thing to say like like I'm fully going to be down that road as well like um, like and they could yeah. be fully choosing to be single like we ask ourselves that question every single day so don't worry yeah 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 like, so why am dating I? is very hard as well so there's a lot of obstacles to kind of it's not fair to be like well you're the like run to the bunch now yeah. <laughs> but I also think um like like Nicola was saying maybe the younger Irish lads are better but uh like guys in our age group are, they're shit at dating like, so really shit. bad at dating so yeah. bad like so bad at making a first move like they'll talk to you for weeks on end. Do you know what I mean? Without like setting up a date or whatever. Um, and you have to almost like poke and prod for me. And it's like it's sometimes I feel like I'm doing more of the work. I'm not saying equality and all that, but it would be nice to get a bit more mm. from my Irish men. And I honestly think it's because they can't go to the pub at the moment and just get locked and yeah. do that. That they're just they're not willing to put in more effort into setting up a date. I don't know what it's like. I mean, I can't date someone under the age of 29 or I will be arrested for pedophilia. I will happily (laughs) date someone under (laughs) the age of 29. (laughs) Happily. (laughs) It's so annoying if like your Tinder like slides down, if you slide it down to like younger and they're so good looking and they look like so much fun and then you slide it up again and it's like, oh my God. See now, if I slide it down, I'm like, they all look like babies. But you see, like I've got, I've got like a nephew who's 21. I have another nephew who's 27. So it just kind of like freaks me out the thought of dating. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking your head then, yeah. But I do think like, like older guys could maybe learn a little something from the younger generation in terms of approaching girls or asking people out on dates or being like creative about their dates. Definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I went on a guy on a day with a guy and I it was like we met on a night out, which is like so school. Um but he, we like literally were like shifting up against like the DJ box. I was like, oh my god, I am like <laughs> oh, the disco. Like, and I, I was so drunk because I was like, he was like buying me drinks, and he was like, what do you want to drink? And I was like, what's a sexy drink in my head? I was already really drunk. I was like tequila because I can like oh. lick my hand, I can like do the lime, look directly in his eyes, and it's sexy <laughs> out. But like, it's not because you have like literally the worst face on you from drinking that, and you're like. <laughs> It's and so if it was bad. me, I'd and, vomit. Uh, yeah, tequila makes me vomit. So I'm like, I'm like the least sexiest drink you could hand me in the world yeah. is a tequila. <laughs> like gawking. <laughs> my, um, my friends used to always say the sex oh, drink. Oh yeah, I know. Back oh yeah, like case. a Bailey's or like a Tia Maria. It seems like yeah. a woman's drink, really. Yeah, but apparently like, it was the sexy drink. I don't know. But you know then, like the mix of milk and like, what are you drinking before? Like if it's Copperberg, like that's so dodge in your stomach. I like. <laughs> so you licked, you licked the salt, drank the tequila and he was like, damn, I want to I wanna date with this girl. So yeah, I was literally like, I couldn't even remember what he looked like. Do you know what I mean? I was so drunk. And I was like, oh yeah, he's my husband. He's amazing. He's so handsome, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like showing them everyone in their pictures. And my friend's like, he has a massive bald spot on his head. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. Like, I can't see it. He's really tall. <laughs> like, it's yeah. grand. Um, so I went on like, a date with him and he cancelled the first one, which I'm always like, that's a massive no for me. Like, even if the world is falling apart, like 
still try and make an effort to contact me, let me know what's yeah. happening. But like, it was like, he just cancelled like last second. And like his car broke down to be fair, but like still, I'm like, I could have collected you. And so yeah, we, when we finally went on our date, he brought me to his house and I was like, okay, so where are we going? He's like, oh, I thought we'd just watch a movie. And I was like, and this is like pre-COVID. So I was like, no. Yeah, no. And we had like planned to walk around like Kinsale and stuff, like down the old head and do a nice walk and the weather was really nice. And I was like, why are we sitting inside watching it? Like, no. This is what um, I mean about creativity and, and the lack like, of creativity at last. Like, I mean, sitting in and watching a movie, like, that's what you do when you're in a relationship. It's not what you do for a first date. Yeah, but I feel like guys, like, the bar is so low for guys. Like, if they're nice to you at all, like, what did I say to my friends recently? So this guy I'm dating casually, um, and... I had gotten my hair, my hair was quite long before quarantine and I decided to chop it off, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he, <laughs> he, he visited my house and we obviously <laughs> did bits. And <laughs> I said to my friends, I was like, oh, he noticed that I got my hair cut. And they're like, oh my God, that's so sweet that he noticed. Like, oh my God, he's so amazing. Like, why aren't you dating properly? And I was like, he only noticed when I was <laughs> giving him a blowjob. Because so <laughs> like, he didn't have much to grab onto, basically. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So I was like, okay, no, like, absolutely not. <laughs> so guys, like, the bar is so low for them. Like, girls are just like, oh, my God, but he noticed, like, something about me after spending two hours yeah, with me. Yeah, like, the bar is on the floor. <laughs> I think like, literally, it's, it's so low. Yeah, so they're used to getting away with that. And, like, being, like, dating is so casual and it's, like, conditioned that everyone's just, like, not going to be in a relationship. And it's, like, a, like, oh, like a situationship where you're just, like, going on dates like practically dating like boyfriend girlfriend but you're not there's no labels on it I suppose and then they're like well yeah no I, they go off with someone else and they're like well we're not together so, I, went so date, I, went, I was dating this guy for like six months before and he after six months one day and I'd spent like I'd say like so much time with, with him it was so intense probably a mistake and one day he just turned around to me got me like this really thoughtful present that was something I said in passing like months beforehand and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Like, d- delighted with him. And he goes, yeah, sure. We're just friends anyway. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me, what? <laughs> I we were moving in. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. I, was, I literally thought we were, like, going to, I, like, I was going to be like, yeah, so we're boyfriend, girlfriend. Like, are we going to plan a holiday? But, like, no. So I was like, good luck. God bless. But, like, so you, I think a lot of guys are like that. Yeah, so you, you, you're kind of like, like I would say I'm kind of when I start even talking to somebody and I had to even just have a few dates with them I just kind of zone out everybody else and kind of it's kind of bad in a way because then you let other conversations or other things go away and you just you might miss an opportunity with somebody else because you give that one person so much of your time and maybe it wasn't worth it I've done that I've done that and ghosted people and I come back like a month or two later. I'm like, haha, sorry, like I was washing my hair, like how are you? And then I think it's gas. And they're like, I was heartbroken that you ghosted me. And then you can like just pick it up. Like I've no problem asking a guy out on a date. So like if I fancy them enough, I'm like, look, we're chatting away, will we go out and grab a drink? And they're like, Yeah, go on. I was not gonna grand. I was gonna ask you that because um, you know, when like we were younger, you know, the idea was that the girl would never ask the guy out, but I do find that people who yeah. are like ten years younger than me now would have a lot more confidence and would you as you clearly just said, you'd ask a guy out no problem. I would, but my friends wouldn't at all. Um they'd wait for the guy to ask. But I'm just like, why wait around if you're into each other and you're having a laugh and you're free that weekend? Like why not do yeah. it? Like there's no point in like waiting for them. I think, and for me, if they're like, ew, no, if they get the ick for me asking them, 
then they're not the guy for me because I don't want like someone yeah, like you want that. someone who's like forward thinking and doesn't care like if the girl asks or whatever yeah yeah I know it's it's I mean I asked somebody out like we were talking for a while and he we'd suggested a date but like he never really like locked it down and I was just kind of like are we because I, I just got annoyed one night and I was like are we going on the date or no <laughs> and he was like oh yeah sorry I just thought you know we'd do it whenever and I was like oh I'm a girl I need to plan things you can't just spring yeah. like a last minute date on you but I do think it's a good thing to be able to ask and um I think that's something we could we could all learn is being a bit more upfront because um guys are a bit slow on the uptake sometimes. Oh 100 percent yeah you need to like literally coach them into everything nearly. <laughs> Plant the seeds. Yeah totally 100 percent And considering you've um fallen in love pretty much with every guy along the way you've been dating have you are you texting anyone now or what's the crack? So like there's this the guy that noticed my haircut, I've been seeing him like casually for like two years now. But like I I've gone on the odd date here and there in between, which like I never told him about. And at the start, I was like, look, just like don't tell me if you go on a date with anyone, I won't tell you and scrant. Um but like it's just like he had a really busy work schedule at the time. I had a really busy really busy work schedule as well, so it just wasn't working for us. And then he like moved away, so we were really far away from each other. But like we still see each other when we can. But it's probably like if it wasn't COVID, it'd be like once a month maybe, if even. And then like now, like I haven't. I don't seen know. Him. I feel like this has the makings of a romantic comedy. You know, somebody's gonna meet someone, the other person's yeah. gonna realize they're in love with them, and there's gonna be a last minute declaration in the church. <laughs> So I think I, when I was seeing him, like, I think like eight months or something, I was like, hey, you know, like I, he was starting to be really cold towards me and I was like, I'm not into that. So I wanted to bring it up with him. Like if we like, stayed at his house, like he wouldn't say a word to me in the morning. Obviously he's not a morning person, but even say good morning or like offer me toast or something. Um, he would just like get up and like be like, all right, we're going to work now. Like barely say anything to me. And I was like, that's so rude. And like being a girl, like, I'm obviously going to be in my head and being like, okay, like upset about it. Um, even if I don't want to be. And I said to myself, I was like, hey, like, you know, I really like you. And he literally like, was like, had his jumper up above his mouth and his nose and was like just staring at me. And he was like, oh yeah. And he's like, well, that's really brave of you to say. And I like, at that point, I kind of was like, okay, he doesn't feel the same way. If he did, I would be his girlfriend by now. Like if he, if he liked you, he'd make the effort. Yeah. yeah. So I was yeah. like, you know, and it kind of put me in a, like a more better headspace than the other guys. I was like, no, I'm going to get married to them. Like, I do really like this guy and he's great. And we have so many interests that are the same. And like, we get on so well. And I really do look forward to seeing him. But at the same time, I'm like, it's just it's not relationship material. Right, yeah. Because as long as you're keeping your, your other options open and you're not closing yourself off mm-hmm. to maybe meeting somebody else. But um, like you kind of are because you said you're not really dating anybody else. Well, like, yeah, I go on the odd date here and there and all every time my friends are like, but are you cheating on that guy? And I'm like, no, because we're not together. So and they're like, but is he going on dates? So I'm like, well, I don't want to know. <laughs> I kind of decided I enjoy being single at the moment. I just don't really want to be in a relationship at this time. But um, like if I got with someone and I really like them, I would shut it down and tell and go into that relationship. Like, oh, yeah, yeah well, well, like in fairness, you're not doing something that a lot of other lads like wouldn't do or haven't done in the past so why not I mean you're only 26 I mean do you know what kind of way like you've whole life to meet someone and settle down properly and sure I want to like have that sex in the city lifestyle for a while yeah (laughs) (laughs) when COVID affects off of course yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and what about um would you have any advice for like lads who are listening you know and they want to kind of 
I know, approach a girl or whatever, because I'm sure there's many lad that doesn't know how to approach someone like you who's so bubbly and, and forward and stuff like that. So would like, what kind of grabs your attention? <laughs> I just think anyone that's like nice and decent, like it just, it's not hard. Like the bar is on the floor. Like, don't worry guys, you have very little to impress a girl. Like just be nice. Don't be sending dick pics or sending anything overly sexual straight away. Oh yeah, um, that goes for all like, ages. Really that's agreed hard agree yeah unless it's like really prevalent on her profile that's all she wants but like still I wouldn't even bother doing that um like guys like just dropping your DM with a dick pic or just being like so when are we gonna ride like go away oh, like where's your mother like um so like, where's your mother yeah no, I think just go for it just put yourself out there like and just vet them I think if you're vetting people well enough like I would normally like I know Snapchat's a dying app but I would normally like cross over to Snapchat if they're normal on Snapchat then I feel like they'll be really normal in person like I vetted a guy and he um, was just sending pictures of like random stuff and never his face um, and I just I got like serial killer vibes off him so I was like absolutely not see I don't trust Snapchat Snapchat screams um Dick pics. Buddy, dick pics to me. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't. Uh... I haven't got many unsolicited ones though. Like I think he just. I don't know. I it's have weird. one that I've been traumatized by. It wasn't a video. It was a video, not a picture, and I will forever more. All oh, the videos oh, are yeah. bad. To be fair. Associate oh, that with it. But um, well, listen, Twelve. It's been absolutely like eye-opening listening to you. You seem to have the best, <laughs> most weirdest dating life I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Oh, to be 26 I'm sure they're normal stories as people don't talk about it. <laughs> probably, probably, in fairness. Some people are just so private about it. That's like, this is so weird for me and Nekta because we're talking so openly about our lives. We're dating lives where we may not have been before. Um, but yeah, so good talking to you. Thanks for being so honest well, and so on. open and straightforward. We may need to get you back on matter. for an update with about that guy soon. Oh yeah, do yeah, definitely. <laughs> Another episode of Dare is going to date wrapped up for you here, and spe- thank you so much, Tuala, for being our guest today. Yeah, thanks, guys, and as always, like, subscribe, share, review. You know the crack.